Does anybody miss Baja Blast? I think you just go to Taco Bell. Uh, and ever since like they that. put it in bottle and can form, it's lost. Mm, its, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's lost its special. It's not as exclusive. That's a good topic. <laughs> they have lost, lost their special. Yeah. Being, like if Capri Suns started being made in Jeds. Oh, shit. I, I've been that. begging for it for years. <laughs> <laughs> but as an it's, adult, I'm like, nah, the same. Man, I'm good. Unless yeah, it's yeah. like a giant pouch. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> like, a like a camel a gallon. pack? Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> it comes in a camel pack? That's what I, I'll, I'll yeah. take that. And, and you got to still stab the straw. You still have to be, <laughs> be skilled with that straw. Yeah, yeah. And then if you miss, it makes it yeah. way bigger mess. You can't, you can't, you can't put Capri Sun. Or what is it? Yeah, Capri, yeah, Capri Sun. Sun. You can't put Capri yeah. Sun in a jug, dude. Yeah. That's just a wine punch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Capri Sun is a different flavor. That's what it's something about. But I about think it. it's, it's a little bit lighter. Yeah. But I think it's the fact that it's coming from that industrial metal pouch. Yeah. yeah. It definitely has so something to do. I think that adds to the tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the pretend right. aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like drinking soda like a can. Blood Versus a bottle, right, for a soda. Remember when people were cutting the tops off and pouring them out and showing, like, mold and shit in them? I stopped watching those videos. Like, you guys are not corrupt at all. Oh, that's the worst. I didn't even know that. Now I, I'm still going to drink it. But it's Remember, I haven't had one in a minute, but I almost bought a pack of fucking uh, wild cherries. Though, yeah. Right? Wild cherries, <laughs> that's the only flavor. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of Rhythm and Wit the podcast and video series where we discuss and explore the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and its neighboring cities, also referred to as the greater metro area. My name is David Steele. I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, singer, songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, husband, a father, and my best friend for over 20 years. In today's episode, we welcome our special guest, stand-up comic Will Davis. Will is a very funny comedian entertainer and storyteller so we wanted to have him on the show to ask him about his process will tells us how he got started in comedy who influenced him growing up how to use the room in your act as well as how bingo helped him get quicker behind the mic Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and our conversation with Will, as we greatly appreciate your time and attention. Um, all right, well, all right do we want to introduce and start? start like off. Off. Get the, Before we do, this podcast is brought to you by Capri Sun. <laughs> Challenging Maybe. our whole finding skills for over 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that and square cheese. <laughs> square cheese. Yeah. All right. Callous off. The wax paper. All right. Five, four. Hello and welcome 
to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me is... Nick Campbell. How's it going, guys? We're... Today's episode, we welcome our special guest, <laughs> Will Davis. Will Davis, what's up? Happy to see you, man. This has been a long time coming. I thought I was going to have yeah. to introduce myself, and I got nervous. I know. <laughs> I'm Nick Campbell. I was like, oh shit, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> Who was I supposed to be? Okay, wait, what's my name again? Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it's, I think that it's, un- I don't, it, there's nothing very structured about this show, except like, I do do that same thing every time, but it's like, I don't feel, it's like, I kind of like not telling people about it and just uh, <laughs> just go with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun. Just but deal with the anxiety. Thanks for... It's like knowing you have to read next. Yeah. Oh, and the chick next to you is killing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she know what they're doing. And you're over here trying to pre-read your section. You're trying to find out where she's going to stop at. Like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah, then you think quick. about it too much and next you make it worse. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Next paragraph, and your shit this thick. You don't even know what the book is about. <laughs> you only read your part. You can hear people in the back like, can't even read. <laughs> so thanks, Will, for coming over. Yeah, yeah Nick said this has been a long time coming. We meant to have you over here months ago, honestly. Yeah, and it, it, <laughs> and especially, yeah, it's just, the drive was crazy. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just we couldn't make that drive because yeah. it was so <laughs> it was so far. It's like three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and the timing, too, because we usually do our, this Saturday uh, when you're at work, usually. And so it's, yeah. we've got to push it later tonight so we can fit it in. Which is I thought about cool. trying that, doing it yeah. by early in the morning. Early, yeah. Uh, like I'm already pissed as soon as the first late person gets to work. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm on time. hmm And that first person that gets there at, like, 9.05, I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I'm pissed because now... <laughs> but so coming from here, having to wake up extra early to do this and then get there, I got fired that day, yeah. probably. Because yeah. I'm already on, like, the last... Leg at my job oh, as far shit. as my attitude. <laughs> <laughs> if, I cuss, if I cuss one more person, they pulled me out. I was, was like, listen, man, your attitude. Like, you've been here seven years. Your attitude is terrible. <laughs> it's been terrible for seven years. Yeah. We just, we're going to have to cut it. So, who are you yelling at? Other employees? Cause coming yeah, in man, there's people in not coming in. Not necessarily. The late thing is cool because yeah. if, if I catch you walking in late, I'd be like, do better. And I hope you hear me, but sometimes they don't really hear me or give a shit. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them are young. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, you know, working in the service industry, you have to have a standard when it comes to dealing with people's food. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. touching people's food, so everything about you needs to be mm-hmm. presentable. I don't want somebody with a dirty apron. Right, and especially they're apron. rolling out of bed. Yeah, dirty Yeah, clothes. man. <laughs> we had a dude that he showed up on a bird scooter late. Yeah. He had blood coming through the pants, Ooh. coming through the knee of his pants. Mm-hmm. And then he had, like, gravel in his hair. <laughs> he was a black dude, and I was so embarrassed. It was just like, his afro was... It wasn't even a fro. It was like a real kinky box. It was just all over the place. And it had, it had rubble in it. And I said, what, what did happened? you do? And he was like, Mom, man, I was just horse around my friend after doing a bunch of cocaine last night. Yeah. Like, I was like, what are you fighting? Oh, he's rolling around in the street. <laughs> I mean, in his work clothes. I thought he fell yeah. off the bird. I, I thought know. that's what I yeah. Nah, man, I'm He really... could have said that. <laughs> I don't, so, you know, that, people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where, and, they, and, like, people that don't have, uh, 
like a standard for service either like yeah. putting down empty water pitchers like spilling something and then just walking away I watched somebody drop a whole piece of coconut cream pie on the ground in front of the trash can and then just walk off <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I walked into the station where we make all our waters and I said whoever left whoever left that coconut cream pie on the floor you're trifling and your mama's trifling <laughs> I just kept doing what I was doing and then I walked back there and that shit was off the floor yeah is that the attitude they're talking about yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, because sometimes I say some shit and it hurts somebody's feelings. Yeah. But you're you right, though. Yeah. I do be right. Like, you fucking suck. If this yeah. is you leaving this empty water yeah. picture, you fucking suck. Do that like, at home. Like, your mama don't work here, dude. Because I think it, it kind of goes to something I think about a lot, too. It's like you're pointing it out in front of them. A lot of people will do something and they're like, oh, nobody saw me do it, so it didn't happen or something. Yeah, what? And they, then they, they, they can put it out of their mind. And it's like, oh, that wasn't me. Somebody else did. But if you point them out and then they know it was them yeah. so it's like it makes them face their reality of what they're doing and not yeah. doing and doing the wrong thing I have that I have that own my own problem with that in my own house mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying where I will leave something because I'm the only one there so mm -hmm. it doesn't matter I'll, mm -hmm. I'll know I'll get that cup eventually yeah. later tonight I'm gonna get that. that cup it's gonna go in the sink it's gonna get but washed but if somebody else is living with you and like it's in their space too it's a totally different story man yeah. it's like you wouldn't be I'm a little embarrassed I throw shit on the floor and just leave it at the house so <laughs> blame it on kids kids so I saw I saw it could have been them I saw a video <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video where a dude put a hundred dollar bill under a paper plate and left mm, the paper plate yeah. in the middle of the floor Nobody and the kids just oh no <laughs> it's so true though I would have yeah. lost my mind I, yeah. I mean the paper plate would have been picked up and I would have had a hundred bucks because <laughs> I'm not just going to walk by I don't yeah you would have also been the only person the one that put it there so yeah <laughs> true that <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that it's like, <laughs> I'm going to test myself real quick yeah man <laughs> 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 Damn, I'm good. Hundred dollars. I put an extra twenty. Oh, I put an extra twenty in there for myself. <laughs> well, my account is overdrawn, but I got this hundred dollar bill that I could obviously use. Yeah. Uh, you um, well, uh, yeah. all right, man. So, how'd you get started? You got? How'd you get started? How long you been doing it? How'd you get started doing comedy? I've been doing comedy for since twenty sixteen. Middle. 20, the end of 2016? No, yeah. 2017, I think. Yeah. That's when I talk, maybe 2018. I got, I got <laughs> one of those years. I got to find a video. Right. A dude took a video of me during my first set. Mm -hmm. he, not on purpose. Mm -hmm. I was doing so, I had such a good set because I had, had everything worked out and I was at the Looney Bin and he was like, man, you're crushing it. So I just started recording. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. But I've been doing it for, since about 2018. <clears throat> I, people had always told me that I should get into comedy or entertainment, and I tried different shit. I tried being a model. I tried. Try uh, being a model. I tried acting. Yeah. Yeah, I was acting. I, I never had the. I didn't have the push, mentally, to be a model or to be. Mm -hmm. It's like just something you. Back like then. you could just maybe try, but. It wasn't what called to you. Like, no, it, it wasn't. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I would go into acting if I had like a good pipeline and there wasn't, yeah. you know, I didn't have to. Or if you were in LA or whatever. Or well, if I was in LA and I didn't have to put my mouth on anybody's orifice. Yeah. Just to get a path. gig, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I kind of toyed with it. So I, I was dating this girl. 
and I um, I wanted to do so I wanted to try stand up mm-hmm. and so I went to the Looney Bin um, did a few minutes and that light came so fast that four minute that three and a half minute light because even that light at three and a half minutes mm-hmm. as a four minute set that light came so fast and I was I was getting some kind of chuckles yeah but um, and then I did this open mic night at this place called Kang's. It was a it was a Chinese restaurant by day and then like a little club at mm. night. And some on Fridays they would host this open mic night yeah. where singers and uh, um, comedians, musicians would come by yeah, and you could win a hundred dollars. Oh, oh okay. nice. nice. That's a good <laughs> Where are those mics at now? <laughs> so, so I have no idea how this works. I had only been to the Looney yeah. Bin. That was my yeah. one experience at the Looney Bin and so back far. Back then, there probably wasn't as many mice even as there is. No. Here. And this wasn't yeah. 2018. This was 20... This was before that. Yeah, this was before yeah. that. Because this is like the prequel to me doing Yeah, the first time you ever tried This it. is four years before mm-hmm. this. Oh, wow. So, uh, I do this I do this set at Kang's, and I have these jokes, and, and one of the jokes I just rewrote. Uh, oh, yeah. Ago. Bring it back. But, yeah, to bring it back. <laughs> But I tried this joke, and it was like two, it was this black couple sitting right in front of me, and they were staring at me, and like, they just weren't moving. And this had nothing to do with them being black, but I just knew by looking at them mm-hmm. that I wasn't doing well. Because nobody else was laughing either. Mm-hmm. I think, I, I thought I saw some chuckles, but I really feel like the chuckles were laughing uh, at me, yeah. like, oh wow, he's yeah. he's not doing well. You know what I mean? And this is a contest. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, there was a comedian there that I still that hasn't been out. Al Simmons, mm-hmm. called him uh, Swan, um, but he hasn't been out in a while. But he mm-hmm. was there, and he kind of told me that I did good. But I think he was just, I think he was just being nice. Yeah, maybe you know or maybe he heard. I think he heard a little piece that was like, oh, it's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. But anyways, it, it, obviously you could see something and was like, you got something. Uh, yeah. you're still doing it now. I saw my boy PJ, who's a photographer. Mm-hmm. He was there and it was like, I was like, so what do you think, man? And he was like, I mean, he was cool with the... <laughs> 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 with your, you know what I'm saying? When they say, I mean, I mean, it was, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Was like, that one little joint, he was yeah. like, he was talking about the bubbles. He was like, yeah. I mean, that yeah. was cool. He was you like, look good. He was like, you look good. But then he was like, but I, he was like, but other than that, man, I just, you just mm-hmm. didn't, you don't got it. I mean, you didn't have it. Yeah. There, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then the, one of the, this other comedian came and talked to me and he was just telling me, that you have to kind of own what you are up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, you had no swag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he was like, you just up there talking. Yeah, right. So, uh, didn't do comedy for four years. <laughs> That's four a years. familiar story. Yeah. yeah. And I, <laughs> I did the same thing. The girl I was, yeah, the girl I was with, that I was dating at the time, I just didn't want, like, because a comedy career comes with yeah. everybody in your life is instantly involved and I think the people yeah. I had around me at that time I didn't want yeah it wasn't the right yeah hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. so yeah. th- as I'm saying this I think that exact, that's exactly what it was I had no ins- inspiration from the other side from the people that I mm-hmm. spent my time around right you know what I'm I know they would have supported they me they didn't really believe in you maybe in yeah. a way they, I feel like they would have supported me yeah. but you know if I 
those weren't the people that were gonna be there if I had yeah. a bad set right or after I had a bad set like mm-hmm. it's not good <laughs> <laughs> they, they wouldn't be as encouraging yeah you know what I'm saying cause comedy is like yeah I'm sure it takes I'm there, I, you know just watching people like you know it takes at least a year or two before you even really feel like you're you know getting to a point where you're comfortable I think I mean uh, it's probably different for everybody but yeah. It takes a long time, I'm, I imagine, and that, and during that time, it's very, you're very fragile. Yeah. <laughs> you really you're, are. You know. You're exposing your. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. But yeah, going back to what you said about being who I think that getting, you know, you have to own yourself on stage. I think the most, the best comedians and performers or, you know, entertainers are, they know who they are and they're completely confident in who they are and they, you know, own it and and they show they're the most transparent people of anyone i think yeah. and that's why we're drawn to them so boom yeah. fast forward mm-hmm. i'm working a different job different job in the service industry yeah. i'm working around people that more entertainers more kind of not necessarily more entertainers but more people that were uh closer to my age at the mm-hmm. time like uh late 20s early 30s mm-hmm. and they understood who they were yeah like like I'm in the service industry because I'm attempting to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying there was one guy that had been trying to start um, his own um, like food entity. He had been trying like a food truck. And, mm, yeah, yeah. And he's had so many failures, but he was still bartending where I was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just and once he was, once yeah. he figured it out, he was out. He was out of there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he knew what he wanted. He just yeah. was working towards that. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out to the Wonder Man ice creams. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> house made ice creams, Ben Penn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's badass. But yeah, he yeah. once he figured it out, he got out. And then there was mm-hmm. another girl. Once her her husband was a um, start off as a. Uh, distributor for one of the liquor companies out here mm-hmm. and then he became somebody for a beer a certain brewer and then another somebody a better somebody for a different brewer and then now they took off and Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, shout out to tiny bubbles <laughs> tiny bubbles they have a little tiny truck and yeah. they do shit they pull up to your wedding they do champagne yeah so what i'm saying is i was now in a in yeah. the service industry with these type of people mm-hmm. these people that had these these ambitions yeah these yeah. ambitions and these goals beyond the service industry right. and that gave me confidence mm-hmm. but they also spoke to me mm-hmm. like these people spoke they poured into me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they all saw yeah. in me what I saw in them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these guys, these people are brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and it wasn't everybody that had these dreams, but people were in school. Yeah. Working something on something else. Yeah, working on something besides just... Getting high and going yeah. to work and getting drunk on the weekends. That's like a lot of people that work in restaurants or whatever, yeah. too. So, I'm, so I, start, uh, I start seeing this girl that I'm working with. And she tells me that she's about to leave and go uh, accept a new position at another restaurant Mm -hmm. as she wants to go into management. Mm -hmm. Boom. And I thought to myself, I can't be introduced to this girl's friends as just a server. I said, I gotta find what I wanna do. And then I went and I got on stage a week later. Because you knew that, it, I and I you, yeah, you man, knew what it was the whole time. But you yeah. just needed that. Push. I just needed to be around people that 
yeah. believed in themselves right. the way I wanted to believe in myself. I think it's oh, like nice. it, it's okay. like something that we talk a lot about too. Is like so you see it's something that's possible. You see somebody else doing something, you're like, and you could picture yourself doing it. Yeah. And before you, if you don't ever see that, you're not gonna know you can do anything else because you don't know what's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Real deal. You're the five people you surround yourself with. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so the rest... Uh, yeah, good story to... The rest is history. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. You said uh, about... So you... When did you find... Or I'll put it this way. So you got a really great way, I think, of like... You have a really great persona. Mm-hmm. Very... The swag, <laughs> as you called it earlier. Yeah. Can you describe your swag... <laughs> your stage presence, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think, or how you got into it, and when you found it, like in your honestly, history? I'm still, I'm still finding it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't think that level. I don't think a comfort. You don't find a comfort until. I don't think you're ever gonna find a comfort because every comedian that I watch or yeah. you know I, like on podcasts because I don't really watch a lot of stand up. Yeah. But um, every comedian, you can tell when you see like a little clip, like they might be a little uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's a there's a comfort in being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I th- that might be what it is. It's just like, oh man, this is <laughs> like when I walked into this ba- basically this firehouse to do a show. Yeah. And people were sitting at long picnic tables <laughs> at this really crappy Christmas party. Yeah. And I knew when the choir was up that nobody was going to care about me doing stand-up up mm-hmm. there and I was going to have to work. But, you know, once he handed me the mic, it was like, I like you've been here before, man, and mm-hmm. just get it done. Yeah. So and now, it's, now it's my attitude is act like you've been there before. Yeah. So. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, try to put yourself in that comfortable situation or mindset or yeah. at least. Yeah. And that's, because I think that goes to, I think that, I mean, the question I think you're asking is like I mean in what we talked about that's like your persona that's you to I mean that's your your true self in a way and you're trying to present your true self to the people I mean I just think about people that like you know just go over the top and just but it's like that's who they really are but it's like they hide that a lot of the time because people might see that and it's like they're crazy you know it's like well that's just we're all crazy, I think, but we all hide our crazy. Yeah, <laughs> a it's lot just a heightened version. Of because it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like the dudes that have to get that have to be drunk before they get yeah. on stage, and you can see them. It's like yeah, progressively, they, if the show doesn't start till eight mm-hmm. and they're there at seven, <laughs> it's like they're they're kind of sipping, sipping, yeah. sipping, and then the show gets closer to starting, and then you start seeing sh- taking shots, mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and slamming them, trying, trying, to, trying to get yeah, trying anxiety to so you can be yourself. That's, that's such a that's such a tricky science to mm-hmm. mess with, man. Well, that's why one of the reasons I I quit drinking this past year, almost uh, coming up on a year of not drinking in March, but um. Uh, the reason was I felt like I relied on it way too much to yeah. ease my anxiety and I have really bad anxiety so and I kind of just realized that last year I'm like this is not helping at all it's just I'm relying on it too much I need to make my be able to be comfortable in social situations without it yeah and so I, and I stopped drinking and it's like now I am totally I can go and hang out at bars and have as much fun if not more fun than I ever did when I was drinking <laughs> I mean, yeah that's kind of how I was with smoking. I yeah. would have to yeah. smoke. I would smoke 
to go smoke. So I would get high. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would get high to go to the homie's house to get right, high. Right, because you know it's like saying? you're worried about that and you have yeah. the anxiety about other people being around. Yeah, there's the same thing about sure. going on stage. Mm-hmm. I, would have, I would smoke before. Yeah. I would roll something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then smoke a little bit of it before I left the house, get to the venue, kind of fill out the venue, fill out the people, and then maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes before I go on, I would leave and go get high in the parking lot and then come back. But yeah. that shit started to have like... Yeah, I think you rely on that too much too. Yeah, and it started to have a all, almost a negative effect mm-hmm. because I looked at some photos from yeah. uh, set a set that I did and I was so high. You took pictures, as a matter of fact. Was it? Lively. I looked at those photos. Yeah, I looked at those photos and I was like, oh my God, my eyes are so red. Yeah. I look high. Yeah. Um, and I, and I fumbled on some jokes that night yeah. and I was, I was pissed. Yeah. Really? Because you, know you yeah. killed it, man. Yeah. Man, I, that, just the last, the last maybe Five minutes. I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't enjoy. Like you know what I mean? And so I and I was like, I was high. I was just too high. But yeah. So I've started the last two shows I've done, or the last couple up open mics, mm-hmm. and then the show I did last night. I mm-hmm. did it minimally yeah, high. Kind of I mean, I'll, lessening. Yeah. yeah, and I have like one beer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It used to be a joint. Uh, <laughs> it used to be a, a whiskey and a joint. Yeah. Is what I would do, and then some nights I would do a little bit more whiskey and you know, mm-hmm. I have a really good set so I thought started to look right. into that science of it but now it's you know it's like that was what I needed to get into my mm-hmm. swag right your comfort. yeah but mm-hmm. you know this these last couple times I've been on stage it's been like yeah, just get yeah. up there and touch them especially if you <laughs> now that you kind of are more comfortable with being on stage in general I mean, you've done yeah. it more and more so you don't need it as much hopefully yeah. so I think ultimately if we can find that comfort without anything because it'd be it's all capable of it you know yeah. you just got to figure it out as far as what you need to do to calm yourself down without any substances uh, ideally yeah uh, yeah if you can stuff I mean and I think there's nothing wrong with it I mean I try to because my thing with drinking is like I don't think I'll ever go back to drinking I don't know I mean yeah. I don't need it anymore and I think that and I try not to like de- demonize it or villainize it to other people because I mean yeah it's fine if you have a couple beers after a long week of work and you need to relax and yeah, just yeah. want to yeah. zone out I mean that's totally cool but for me I used it for a different reason and it wasn't <laughs> yeah that was my 20s anyway so yeah. I spent I mean when we used to go play music, I would drink before. Yeah, we had to stop. Out. I mean, yeah, we stopped we doing that stop. because it's a similar reason where it's like we would get too drunk and we'd mess up songs and we'd work our asses off all yeah. week. Practicing, it's like, what are we doing this for? And then we're going to go to uh, play them live and fuck them up because we're too drunk. So we uh, we cut that down. It was a beer and a shot. You can yeah. only have a beer. <laughs> that's, and that's always good. After, yeah, that's you know, always good. After, rails, you do dude. that now where you, I've yeah. seen where you don't drink until after your set. Yeah, and then I give it like a reward. Yeah. I'll get like a nice like drink. Afterwards, for sure, yeah. you can relax then. And, but yeah. I think I'm just getting tired of but I'll go to JJ's and smoke my ass off and get on stage. That's different. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah. Sometimes <laughs> some open mic, man, you just, you just got to be there. Yeah. You just got to be there in whatever mode you're in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. But I I, uh, I like beers, and I'll drink a couple beers. Uh, I'll buy a sa- I bought a six-pack today. That yeah. six-pack is going to last me until, what's today? 
Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> that six pack would be there until at least Wednesday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sometimes I come home at yeah. night, I just want a beer. That's the perfect mm-hmm. time. That's why I think it is really good for. But I think for it, for me personally, but for probably most people, like that's totally like manageable as far mm-hmm. as like not becoming a problem. But then this, whenever you start using, it's like, oh, I got to drink before you go, you know, do anything or whatever to relax yourself. That's a bad deal. I and it makes me gassy as hell. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot you of. Yeah, I, I had a I had a big fat Corona one time. Yeah. I left work, and this is the last time I had one of those big fat beers because I yeah. had a habit of like when I would leave work, I'd stop by and grab a big fat beer, mm-hmm. go home, cook some dinner, drink that beer, and like take like two hours to drink it, so I'd <laughs> half of it in the fridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I noticed that man, I'd be. Putting up a storm in my sleep. Yeah. You can't. So now I, I'm thankful for that information yeah. because I won't go on a date and be packing yeah. beers. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, if she stays the night, you put it in the sheets. We ain't got no heater. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ain't, uh, she ain't waking up at mm-hmm. three in the morning for a second or third round. Uh-huh. She's going out because you're putting out. Yeah. Yeah, I got <laughs> I woke up one morning or like in the middle of the night one time and I was like oh something I was like I gotta stop drinking beer I was like this ditch and that's what it was I was like this shit stinks yeah yeah. yeah I'm in the, in the middle of the night I'm like this shit stinks and that's mm-hmm. this Man, is embarrassing I'm telling you ever since I quit gluten I hate I hate people who do this but ever since I quit <laughs> man, it's changed everything, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, it, like, I had issues with like stomach mm-hmm, stuff and yeah. all kinds it's, and it's this is what I hear is what I read could be all crazy conspiracy stuff, but they spray rawhide on it, uh, and yeah. then it just soaks it up. <laughs> and so, like, it because if you get flour from another country, it doesn't mess up your stomach or Liz's stomach like that. Yeah, yeah. people have been switching. Like, I have a friend that uses almond flour and uh, yeah, different. Yeah, it's yeah, made a difference, like dude. That. Like yeah. I said, I couldn't take this ring off, and I was yeah. so swollen because, like, I was allergic that's to crazy. it. Like this. Yeah, I mean, I, that's stuff like that. I mean, that's like the preservatives they put in everything is yeah. literally killing us. They're not killing us, but it's messing up our stomach linings and yeah, man. really, it's that's a bad deal. And like, they there needs to be some laws against that stuff. Anytime I go hard yeah. on the bread. On a weekend where I'm having PBJs, and, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, B- turkey burgers yeah. and shit, and my stomach will have. Well, because I stopped eating bread a long time ago, like loaves of bread. It's like I cut that shit out yeah. because of. I would eat a loaf of bread by myself in a, less than a week. It's like, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> I would just grab pieces of bread yeah. and just eat the bread because I use uh, this honey wheat. Yeah, bread. yeah, that's oh, why I eat too. I love that shit. Grab a piece of bread, take yeah, it right I to stopped, the couch. I stopped, having, I stopped having it a long time ago, so I think that I cut out a lot of that stuff too without like thinking about the gluten or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. just because of the carbs. So I'm trying to yeah, cut down yeah. on carbs. Well, that's what I would cut carbs and then I would feel better and I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, it must be because I'm eating too much. But if, if I yeah. was eating, it would like put me down. Like I would be like, I got to take a nap. I got to yeah, stop. I think the carbs isn't as bad, big of a deal as yeah. like sugar and all that for sure. I'm, well, I'm, I'm a rice guy. I've overeaten yeah. now without eating the gluten mm-hmm. and it's not as bad. Yeah. As it was. Yeah. Nice. If I, I overate before, I would just be like, oh, I feel like crap. But now I'm like, oh, I just am sluggish a little bit. You feel like you got more energy? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I don't have to eat as much because, yeah. like, yeah. my intestines were swollen mm-hmm. and it wasn't able to absorb nutrients. So I was just eating. I was just throwing yeah. things down the hatch. Holy shit. Yeah. And so now I don't even get that hungry. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's weird. Yeah. yeah. 
I eat a lot, I've been eating a lot of uh, making sure I get something green with every meal. If I don't have yeah. something green for a meal or like a vegetable for a meal, mm-hmm. I'll get pissed at myself. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, damn it, I don't have a salad or anything. I eat, yeah. I eat a lot. You gotta have something. I eat a lot something. of salads. I usually like, I'll try to eat a salad and like some kind of like meat or, you know, not anything with like bread usually. Yeah. But I love pizza. That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I do that pizza once once a week. Yeah, I have to. I have. Yeah. So I, I buy these gluten, the uh, cauliflower crust pizza. Cr- you know, frozen pizzas, mm-hmm. and I'll make that at home. So that's better. Okay. Uh, Time out. Pizza. You love pizza. You're doing the. You're doing the cauliflower crust. Yeah. I got a joke about that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not gonna get into it. Uh, <laughs> But do you rather so you don't order from? Well, that's the thing. If I don't order by that shit, I'll order from Pizza Hut. I just it's gonna happen. But there are places that have gluten. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Bricktown Brewery. Yeah, Gaiuti's has the best one. I haven't Joey's? tried any. Uh, oh, Joey's is really yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. Gaiuti's is really I good. Tried any, open, right? I just buy the frozen ones at uh, Sam's. So that, you know, because they're cheap too. It's like it's like ten dollars for two. I think or yeah. 12 bucks so Bricktown Brewery is half off on Wednesdays just, oh yeah uh, so. no shit on the pizza yeah, yeah. I, need to, I need to check that out cause it's my, my thing is like I just I'll just go and order a thin crust <laughs> pizza if I don't yeah. cause I just love it I just have to eat it it's like pizza a is a it's a once a week thing <laughs> yeah I haven't had it this week and right. I feel weird you know what I'm saying yeah, I usually get it on Friday off. nights when I leave work <laughs> yeah but I didn't yeah. uh well, Friday night is pizza night. Yeah. That's usually yeah. what it is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because I, that was TGI Friday back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure you was. Urkel, you watched Family Matters. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And then those, uh, what were those those boys that had it? They were in the mechanic shop. Was that oh, the Joey's or the Lawrence Brothers? I remember Step by Step. Step by Step. Oh, yeah, Step by Step. Uh, and and then Reba started coming on after a while on Friday night. Oh, but yeah. that was deep in two thousand. Yeah. Or Rodney Carrington had had a show too. Yeah, yeah you were right. yeah. <laughs> Why is nobody talking about Cat Williams? Why is Cat Williams not talking about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, they had all the shows on TGIF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was supposed to play Carl Winslow on Family Matters. When? I'm just making an outrageous claim. <laughs> but they wouldn't let it happen because I was like ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, you were, I mean, <laughs> you have to build for it now. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, you can do it. just call me. <laughs> just call me, I was funny. They got the Fresh Prince remake, so. I almost, <laughs> I almost watched that the other I day. I heard it's good. Yeah, huh? yeah, I heard that too. But so I got to be, I'm selective with my shows. Yeah. It's, there's yeah. only two seasons it's probably gonna mm-hmm. piss me off that I can't get more of it yeah mm-hmm. wait till there's mm-hmm. like four seasons and then binge it <laughs> and then get it out of there yeah. you know what I mean cause it'll be yeah they're gonna it'll be done probably by then <laughs> but uh Let's see. Next question. Yeah. Next question. All right, there you go. Uh, well, I mean, we talked about your kind of early comedy and stuff like that. But do you have it? Was there anyone like um, influences? Like, who's your favorite like comedians? I guess that really that you looked up to as a grown up, or you know, who what inspired you to even. Want to be a comic. We grew up watching Sinbad. Yeah. Sinbad. We love Sinbad. I loved his. That's so funny. He had a presence about him. Yeah. And he was was beautiful, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, He took very good care of himself Mm -hmm. and he knew he was good looking. So I always appreciated that about Sinbad. Um, Because when you get to certain comics, like uh, 
Aerie Spears did a set one time and he had on a black shirt and you could see a circle like a stain and it pissed me off. I couldn't uh, even focus on his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I always appreciate that. Yeah. And then um, Gallagher was one of my guys oh, watching, really? okay. uh, uh, watching growing up. Yeah. And then um, as I got older and wanted to get into comedy, it was Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts. Tony Roberts Ooh. has a has a special called Wired, and it is he's just he's an energetic dude who I don't I don't he's like I don't know if he writes jokes. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he just talks and like it's he's funny. A, yeah, he just <laughs> like uh, he has these really good crowd work. Yeah, and super good energy. His shoes always come untied. One of his shoes always comes untied. <laughs> pisses That's me funny. off, but... But it's like, it's because he's moving around. He's moving around yeah. so much. Uh, That's but cool. yeah, Tony Roberts. Yeah. And he was one of the ones that That's inspired it. me. Yeah. Tony Roberts and Tony Woods. A lot of Tonys, because I like Tony Baker, too. <laughs> uh, but Tony Roberts and Tony Woods. Huh. Okay. That's cool. Tony yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting, because, um, I mean, we've talked about, like, you're... You're very energetic on stage. You move around a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. Did you have a question about? Well, do you just do that? I mean, do you, do you plan it out at all? Do you go to certain different places? Because that's what I'm trying to focus on now is using more of the stage. I saw Kyle Kinane sit in the back. Yeah. And kind of just be a presence on stage, and I was yeah. like, I need to start using that thing more. I I like to i like to use what the crowd's gonna give me and what the stage is gonna give mm-hmm. me you know what i'm saying when we were in lawton that stage was so tiny but that room was so beautiful mm-hmm. that i just wanted to be with them yeah you know what i'm saying so and, and who so i was just this this the whole time i kept the mic on the stand that's one thing i've been doing too when i first started it was full of energy sit on the stool and mm-hmm. then some sets i would just sit on the stool but i would rather stand up these days mm-hmm. just stand behind the the uh, mic stand stand with the mic on the stand yeah so uh so is it just a feel thing like, yeah it's, it's really about the energy in the room mm-hmm. like if if the first joke i can hit him with is gonna get them going and i'm just standing in front of the mic stand then i'll probably stay there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but if i have some jokes planned that are gonna require me yeah. to to move around then we're when we get it off the Get off the mic stand. Let's get it cracking. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna, mm-hmm. we're gonna move now, and then I'll use the stool. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah. what's the purpose of the stool? That's like we're calming down. The stool is story time because it's story time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So and that's kind the of, same. Yeah, you're controlling the audience yeah. in a way of their kind of perception. But yeah, but I'm trying to find the balance mm-hmm. in using the stool because you can't just come out there and sit down. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben Flint told me that years ago when I first started. He said when you sit down when you come out there and immediately sit down your jokes sit down with you mm-hmm. and he's oh. like and they sit down with you yeah so they don't so they never and then they never go up after that mm-hmm. so he said to use some of that energy first mm-hmm. and then sit down and yeah. quiet it down he said and tell you, your story you use that as a tool to control your set and your yeah. the audience's perception yeah and yeah. I've, I've always found it uh it's i've always I've always found it awesome that bands mm-hmm. will like um like Metallica's done it, Incubus does it, uh, but bands that have a lot of energy mm-hmm. that will do these super energetic songs and then they'll leave uh for a hot second to like get redone and then it's just be the lead singer, 
and uh, the guitarist, mm-hmm. and then a dude with a tambourine yeah, or something like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. And then they just hit it right there on the stool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's always been the dopest shit to me. But it's like, yeah, I've never seen that. So because, and so then you leave. Cool. Yeah. And they leave again and they come and the drummer comes back yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? He's got fresh arms and then yeah. they hit six more songs. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, definitely, yeah. Definitely those bands that play for like probably two or three hours of yeah. material. I thought that was, yeah. and that was before I even started coming. Oh, I just so always understood. It's a good way to keep that. interest. Yeah. yeah, you kind of do the same thing, but in comedy instead yeah. of music. That's cool. So do you have enough time to sit down at a four or five minute set? Yeah. No. I guess it depends. No, but if I have, if the crowd is given, if I have shit that I need to work on that I don't need a lot of movement for mm-hmm. and the crowd will give me, let me sit on the stool, I'll, I'll take yeah. it. But I'll usually hit the host with something real quick as soon as I get up there to mm-hmm. test the waters, mm-hmm. get them laughing. Maybe tell something, put the mic, you know, take the mic off the stand and sit and stool, and then just mm-hmm. yeah. and then just do three minutes in the stool. Like greet them, get them laughing, and then yeah, and then sit down, sit down. Because sometimes yeah. that's the more comfortable. Like one time I went up there and I immediately grabbed the stool mm-hmm. and sat down. And uh, <laughs> when I came off stage, I walked by John Wallen and I said, <laughs> I said, the reason why I sat down the whole time is because I came out of the bathroom and realized I didn't do all my jingles and I have a piss stain on the floor. Can't miss those jingles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I can't remember. I was like, oh fuck. And I was like, and I'm up next. So <laughs> <laughs> And you can see it clear as day, bro. So yeah. I was like, how old am I, man? I'm not I'm rushing out, not even doing my jingles. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you gotta hit your jingles and when you get forty, there's more than you think. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, so you don't even you just kind of feel it out and <laughs> yeah. go with what you feel. I was gonna say, does yeah. it is I it like, like is it dependent on kind of the joke? Like, cause I mean, a lot of comics, you know, you probably have your your jokes in your head and you're kind of figuring out what when to pull up, what next. So it's like, yeah. is it kind of dependent on the joke? This joke, you always sit in the stool and then obviously. Some, well, some venues don't give you. Yeah. I mean, you get a stool, but something. it doesn't. It's yeah. something about it that won't let you sit down. It's like I can't sit down up here. Yeah, certain venues for sure. I don't know that I saw you at Point A Gallery a few yeah. weeks ago. It, impossible to sit down. That place impossible. had a little catwalk. You, yeah. Yeah, you were using that. Yeah, man. And like you, gotta, you were yeah, all yeah. over that stage. Yeah, almost failed great. too. Cause yeah. Because <laughs> that carpet loose. Get at me, Point A Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they, they they already know they probably had, had fixed it by now. Hopefully. Yeah, because yeah, because they had a drag show. You ain't yeah, yeah. You can't get a bunch of queens <laughs> on, uh, on no loose think, stage. Yeah, I think there's something going on there tonight, probably right now. Yeah, they do. Oh, they the do. Sh- they're doing show yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of shows. I need to get it back up in this there. This is man. going up there. I think after. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great place. Yeah, they're doing a lot. Of Shouts out to the Oklahoma City mm-hmm. Gay District out here. <laughs> uh, so let's. What go. was? Uh, did we tar- Did we taper off? Was that? Did that answer that question? Yeah. Okay. The yeah, performance, I think, for the yeah, most part. Really I mean, I, I watched Sinbad a lot, and he would just, oh, like, march yeah. back oh, that's, and forth. That's, yeah, yeah he's you know constantly. Like, he was always moving. He was picking people out of the crowd. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like doing it the way I do is I'll throw a joke out, and then I'll see who's reacting, and then I'll see if I can bounce off of them. Yeah. And then I'll just use a joke as a platform to jump off into, like, maybe some... Pro- I mean, it depends on what I'm working on. Yeah. But I'll try to do that every once in a while, especially Rel- if we're doing a show. Relativity, too, and, like, getting the crowd related to something mm-hmm. that's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I, when I did 
the open mic the other day, Wes Corwin was the host, and he looks like a gentle, he looks and sounds like a gentle serial killer. <laughs> and I, say, I always say, give it up for your host. Because mm-hmm. uh, I did it with you one time. I said, give it up for your host, Nick Campbell. I was like, I saw him stretch before, yeah. <laughs> before he went on stage, and I have some concerns for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. get, him, get the crowd related to something. Yeah, and then, that's, that's, that's a good And then, like boom, that. that's how you get into your mode. Because if you never get if you never get yeah. them, oh man, it's tough. That's oh, a, yeah. I it's, like that because I noticed you did that last night too at the Robot Save City show. It's like yeah. you had said, or you had referenced talking about. I think you had probably mentioned the host. But I remember you had commented on Natalie yeah. or something. She was, I used Natalie last time I followed her. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie's got Natalie's got. Uh, but it's like uh, but, energy. But that's a way to immediately connect with the audience because they yeah. just saw that comedian or the host or whoever. Yeah. So you immediately. Um, connect with them. Well, she had, and the host had mm-hmm. people. I was going to say something about oh, her. I, I know. And I, I, but I, I forgot because <laughs> she had everybody do the Arsenio Hall to come up. <laughs> Two comedians, she did that, and when it got to me, she was like, "I think we should give this guy a," and then she did a werewolf sound, and so I got up there and I said, <laughs> "I said I was really hoping you weren't gonna have me come up to some Arsenio." <laughs> I'm like, "This has been the last time that somebody did woo 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 at a show that I was at." So. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I just remembered that. There was no white people there. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's why I just started with that, and then I went into, yeah. into Natalie, yeah. and they were they were hooked and cooked, man. So, yeah, yeah. No, but that's a good, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, because I've seen you a bunch perform a bunch, and it's like, you're, especially in some of these shows where there's other comics, and it's like nobody's getting the crowd or whatever, yeah, but then you get up, and then it's like, how, what the hell? How did you do that? You know? yeah. And I think a lot of that kind of stuff goes a long way. I did a show. There was a, a couple came to a show that I had met when I was doing Bingo and More, mm. and they were matching. And so I automatically yeah. knew she picked that shit out. Yeah. So as soon as as soon as I get on stage, I'm you know doing whatever. The, said something about the host probably, mm-hmm. and then if you point like this on Bricktown stage, everybody knows who the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> two people sitting in that middle table right in the middle of the stage. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But I said, you guys are both wearing green. I was like. She picked her outfit out, didn't she? <laughs> he didn't say anything. It was like, he yeah. didn't say anything, so that means, yeah. 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 Uh, and it was a green sweater. I was like, that's a nice green sweater. Mm-hmm. So at the end of my set, I said, um, I said, I wrote a little song for you guys. And I was like, I have to call this number Green Sweater. Have you ever, <laughs> seen, have you ever seen the episode of SpongeBob where he sings the song Striped Sweater? Uh-uh. Uh-huh. So he sings a song called Striped Sweater because uh, he's trying to entertain the crabby, the, the restaurant, the Krabby Patty. Um, I like to call this little number striped sweater. The best time to wear a striped sweater is all the time. One with a collar, turtleneck, that's the kind. Goes with your wearing! And 
I sing that song, but I changed the words to Just Green Sweater, and everybody in there knew the fucking song. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. That's one of those. That's like a brilliant kind of bit yeah, that just came up with that. You know, yeah, within I, the set, I'm sure. You I got in trouble at work one time <laughs> singing that song because somebody I was working at this place called Nona's, and they had a bakery and they had a bakery counter. Mm-hmm. And the girl work at the bakery had on a striped sweater. And so I said, I have to call this number a striped sweater. And I slid onto the counter and started singing. Ah, oh, man, the owner was just like, yeah, we got to get, come on. <laughs> like, this isn't You're what giving this guy gold? Like, this isn't what we're doing here, man. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of bingo, that was something that, I mean, Nick obviously knew this about you, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I host. I hosted Bingo, and I don't do it anymore because it was, it was fun, but it just wasn't paying what yeah. I could make on a Tuesday night, or right. just what I could get in mental health from not running myself ragged mm-hmm. every day of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Was there any kind of did you? What did you take away from that experience? Anything that you took from that and used on stage, or just you know? Or is yeah, it- it's okay. It helped me in plenty of ways because one, it was like two, almost two hours of stand-up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're well, being like, entertaining all yeah, night. Just yeah. calling. I'm on the microphone for two mm-hmm. hours straight. Um, but it gave me the ability to see something and keep doing what I'm doing, but keeping that in mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And then, do you know what I'm saying? Because people kind of yeah, split your attention in a ways. Yeah, because people would just turn around and say stupid shit to mm-hmm. me, like call my numbers or yeah. whatever, you know what I'm saying. So I would have to yeah. be like this, um, this uh, this round of bingo is brought to you by <laughs> the friend that you you should have left at home. Yeah. <laughs> now they're talking to the bingo caller, and the bingo caller's not happy. <laughs> Yeah. Like they're wearing a vest. Yeah, yeah, that seems like something they should have on with seven, being seventy degrees outside. <laughs> you just kind of yeah, yeah practicing so, crowd work. Yeah, know, pretty much. For sure. So that was that aspect of it was fun. Yeah. Then I got I was doing it at the cock of the walk, and oh, they okay. were giving me free food. But I was also yeah. going home smelling like cigarettes. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. was the downfall. Because mm-hmm. you can't you can't wear that outfit <laughs> until you wash it. Yeah, for sure. Saying. So. That's cool, yeah. I didn't know that. How long did you do that for? I did for like a year and a half. Yeah. I got into it right before my last breakup, mm-hmm. and then we broke up, and it was like, this would be a good thing for me to... Yeah, to kind of keep my... Yeah, for you know, sure. So. Hell yeah, I like that. What else you got, Nick? Uh, about these cooking reels, these cooking videos, like, you, I think you're about to... Don't you do a bunch of reels? I, yeah. You love I, cooking. I, li- I like to cook, but I also yeah. like to make dog treats. And so one day I was making, I was about to make some dog treats, and I was like, I'm just gonna record this. Like my hair looks good. Oh yeah. I was like, my arms are looking fire right now because I'm on a shirt that's hugging them a little bit. (laughs) I was like, let me see what I can, what I could do. And it was tough, and they still are tough, which is why I haven't made one in a while. But um, it was fun. Like the reactions I was getting was super fun. So I probably could, I probably could and should do mm-hmm. Get back a segment that. of actually cooking something because I like mm-hmm. to bake. I make cakes. I've recently gotten rid of all my credit card debt. So if you see me out at an Edmund thrift store wearing sunglasses holding a Starbucks coffee, there's whiskey in it. You make it so easy, make it, make it cheese. I got the macaroni 
Vamos Oh, I mean, I made cakes in my crock pot. When I was yeah. a kid, I would, I baked a lot. I would bake cakes, um, but I would make brownies because that's what my mom made was brownies and cakes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She didn't yeah. make shit else. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't make cookies, none of that. She was either brownies or cake. I made some cookies recently for the party because I wanted to just, I told everybody to bring cookies. And so there was a scene amount of cookies, <laughs> which I love. A I cookie love cookies. Party. Yeah, me too. But I, yeah. But yeah, it was fun. I hadn't done it since I was a kid, and I'm like, why don't I do this more? It's not hard. You yeah. just, you know, yeah. you mix them, and you gotta. It, it, there's a there's rules you have to follow as far as don't cook them too long. You know, 13 minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't. I, I don't bake cookies. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, a lot of baking is tough. Yeah, I don't. I don't bake cookies because if you. If, the moment you miss, mm-hmm. the cookies are done, and you have to throw away that many yeah, cookies. Exactly. If you burn, if you miss on a cake, mm-hmm. it's usually the edges that get crunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you can eat that whole yeah, meal. You know what I'm saying? Edible. So I still got something out of yeah, the meal. Same yeah. thing with brownies. I can get that middle going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. I love I, I used to make brownies a little bit, too. And yeah. Those are always, I love brownies, too. I made some brownies. Last time I made brownies, I made them for a potluck yeah. at work because I was helping teach this training class. And nobody ate them. Because they weren't that good. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, I think I put too much oil. When I, yeah. when I greased the pan, I left too much oil in there. And you, they tasted like oil. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't made brownies since. But I like the, the making the videos of making cakes yeah, and then making my good. dogs dog treats. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... Those are fun. What kind of dogs do you have? I have two little mutts, little mm. mixed mutts named Bobby and Whitney. <laughs> the babies? Both girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they're about seven because they are my babies. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still towing the line on whether I love them or my kid more. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kid talks shit. So all, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Kids. And he's 20, yeah. so I've spent, yeah. <laughs> I spent enough years loving him. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did, so he's twenty. Do you have any more kids that are like you're done? No, dude, done, baby. That's it. I'm, I'm about to get How's this. It feel? I'm about to get this thing snipped and laminated. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels good. It feel better once he's really doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. Like when he's when he's bought a house and yeah, you, you don't know, have to worry about. I don't have to worry about. Yeah, he doesn't ask for money or he doesn't need yeah. money because he's got two jobs he's good to go but but still you know you know you still worry I'm sure yeah. as a parent you know, yeah I didn't know <laughs> jack shit when I moved out I didn't know anything yeah. my kids mom had to teach me everything mm-hmm. like she taught me how to pay bills and and uh and to have she to maybe go get a bank account she was like yeah. go put your money she's like wake up this this morning when you wake up go start a bank account and that's what I did I was mm-hmm. 18 I think yeah. yeah. So, if it wasn't for her, shit, so I'd probably know. be carrying around cash. Yeah, every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the mattress. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, my um, I my dogs are yeah seven and uh, I was just curious because you had mentioned them last night. And yeah, we walk we it. walk every day, rain, sleep, mm-hmm. snow. So. Oh, you out there when it's raining? Like how heavy rain? <laughs> the dogs? If, when it's pouring down. Yeah. Man, um. We won't go unless I have to work. And then we're walking. I'm going to walk them leashless up mm. the street until I can get a poop out of them. And then mm. we're back to the crib. But uh, if it's just kind of drizzling, we'll get out there. 
know what I'm saying? We yeah. just got we gotta get that morning shit out. Yeah. yeah. Dude. And then I, I I think it's like I need to walk too. Because mm-hmm. anytime I've been on vacation, yeah, I would get it. up in the morning and go for a walk if I didn't I think it's else. great. It's oh, definitely okay. good to get outside and get sun in your eyes as mm-hmm. soon as you can when you wake up. I mean, that's like science. I mean, <laughs> it really helps you get going through the day and get your um, hormones and, and, and circadian rhythm in check. But that's definitely circadian a part of it. You, know, you don't even probably realize as far as like something that is a part of it for sure and just getting exercise early in the day is usually good get your walk on Mm. we used to do two walks today but that's just too much they're too old for that shit how long (laughs) are these walks uh the morning walk is usually an hour yeah that's good yeah Yeah, definitely keep you fit i mean that's what i I do about a couple years ago i started walking uh you know going to the lake usually and walking for about an hour sometimes more i'll walk for two hours sometimes and i'll do that two or three times or at least three times a week usually and I drop so much weight just doing that yeah. and it's great for mental health I think just kind yeah. of clear your mind a little bit if we hit the right weather mm-hmm. then uh, I think we've walked for two and a half hours before yeah just like yeah, out we just got out in them streets it's the perfect man. day yeah, yeah, like that. I used to do that when I was younger I'd just take off on a Saturday and walk around mm-hmm. you know, and then come home at like five you yeah. know eat a big truck taco I was thinking the other day I was like how in the hell did I did we as kids play outside all yeah. day long <laughs> and even when it was hot too Man, I don't know if it was, it was hot. this hot yeah, yeah dude I'm in attics now that bad. they're like 145 degrees yeah. 150 degrees and I don't uh in the summer in yeah the summer. we would play basketball outside all mm-hmm. fucking day uh-huh. in the summer from mm-hmm. fucking 9 a.m. to yeah. 9 p.m. And then the only thing you had, the only thing you had to eat was some nutty bars, and <laughs> some nutty bars and a cold red, some the water yeah. from the Seven Eleven fountain. You know, yeah. <laughs> you're like exactly, dude. The yeah. Big gulp. No, I used to do that. Yeah, skateboarding when we were kids. Just be out there all day. I don't know. That is dangerous because it does taste just like Dr Pepper. That's old, yeah. <laughs> it's like drink about and there ain't nothing in it. It's just it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's you get a little bit of that. <laughs> you get a little bit of that Diet Coke yeah, battery acid on the back. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still messing with it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, where you want to go next? What's your writing process like? Awful. Take, take a joke from <laughs> thought to polished on stage. What are you doing? You journaling? You, I used to write the whole joke out, mm-hmm. word for word. Mm-hmm. But now I write keywords mm-hmm. and then I write key phrases, yeah. and then I and then I play it, and then uh, the next time when I'm gonna do it for real, then I do my keywords and I do whatever my new phrases are for it, and mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's stressful because I have like napkins and fucking things <laughs> that I can just find to write on yeah. like index cards little strips of paper that I tore off of something mm. back of a bill <laughs> top of a bill you know what I mean in yeah. books I have them in different books you got a phone 
<laughs> I, have, I have some in my phone, but yeah. the ones in my phone are whack for some reason. Yeah, I'm not yeah. getting the, not the same. you know, this oh, is yeah, good. Yeah. I yeah. grew up in the 80s yeah. and 90s, dude. We mm-hmm. wrote shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know I still like writing stuff. I used to still write my grocery list. Not anymore. I still write my grocery list. I, I stopped because I just got tired of trying to find these little notepads. <laughs> I'm like, I got a phone. I'm using it. But yeah. I like there's something about it. I don't know. Yeah. Writing. I'm it's telling you, I'm looking at a list yeah. in the store. Mm-hmm. It's hot. <laughs> oh, it's hot. Yeah. I'm telling you, I, I get looks. Yeah. I get looks. Yeah. I only got, got this oh, physical paper. He got this shit together. That means he's got money in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he's got money in his pocket, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> hey, look how neat his handwriting is, yeah. okay? <laughs> but no, that's, uh, you know, what's funny is like, I used to do that, like, whenever texting when you were, we were 16 that's when mm-hmm. I started texting yeah. and I always took it as an opportunity even now like I'll take it as an opportunity to try to tell a joke if somebody sends yeah. me something and then I'll try to make a joke out of it mm-hmm. like I've always done that that's why I don't that, oh yeah we did get into it we did get into a joke thing yeah I, I mean I'll, yeah. sometimes it's serious but you know what I'm right. saying I, if it's something I'll try to make a joke out of it yeah yeah yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I think you're mostly think like that any, all the time that's yeah I'm sure it's very annoying I, I mean it's like because, yeah, we've been friends for, uh, like, freaking almost 25 years. John was telling me the other night, it's like, because I keep saying we met when we were 12, but no, John's like, bro, we were 11. Extra <laughs> <laughs> year. Okay. I'm like, damn, it's like 27 years. <laughs> damn. No, but, yeah, uh, but, yeah you've always been, like, you, you know, always, I think, just like whatever it is because it's like a lot of times I'm much more serious I think we're both have a good person you know as far as a good sense of humor and that's why we get along well but it's like I'm probably more serious more of the time than you are so it's like it has annoyed me often over the years that's what you gotta do with me me. (laughs) yeah well I think there's a balance that has to happen too right yeah because I think he definitely makes me less serious sometimes some things don't need to be for sure and that's and I think that's why I love comedy is because it points out like like it makes you think about things differently and points out it makes you look at it in a in a better way or different way so you can laugh at things that you you know don't take everything so serious yeah i got jokes about suicide man mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? yeah i think I, that that's probably one of the most important things that i think just personally it's like we need to joke about death more because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had my everybody's kind of had right. their their things mm-hmm. you know what I mean, when it comes to yeah because those are not things we don't want to talk about you yeah know? and i've had a friend tell me he was going to commit suicide mm-hmm. and i made a joke out of it and he still hates me to this day for it, but we're still, you know, that's my boy. <laughs> He's like, I can't, I still can't believe you said that when I was, <laughs> you know, I was pouring my heart out to you. And you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you say his name on stage? I don't say his name on stage. Yeah. But uh, he does, he does <laughs> not know that I've written a joke about <laughs> the absolute lowest part of his life. Yeah. The lowest point in his life. Did he laugh at it? Yeah, he laughed yeah, right that's a, he didn't right. laugh when I hit him with it. Hopefully it's helped him. In yeah. He didn't laugh when I when, I, when the writing, because he was there for the oh, writing okay, of it, basically. Because yeah. I just right away. Because mm-hmm. he had some shoes of mine, and he told, he told me he had a... <laughs> he, had, he was having a bad... He was just having some tough times. Yeah. And he was like, I thought about committing suicide. I was like, I know you're not thinking about killing yourself before you send me my fucking shoes. <laughs> 
know See, that, that kind of stuff, I think, is... I, mean, that's, I like that. I don't know. I think we... You know, but I, I don't know. I think I could see it the other side being... It's like, man, come on. Why don't you make a joke about everything? Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife is gone. My kids are gone. Oh, well. I mean, you get to the post office? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you gotta, I mean, you have to try. Because that's yeah. what we are. We're just, we are, we are steps away from dying. Oh, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. And sometimes yeah. we come off stage and feel like, man, I'm, I don't want to fucking be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how my, uh, my family did it is, you know, you go through hard times and you make a joke about yeah. it. You know, yeah. and we'd be like. Feel better, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we're like the. We, we're the only species that knows of our own mortality and it's like I think we do everything we can to not know that sometimes yeah. that's kind of what I'm Just teaching what I'm teaching my son but mm-hmm. we grew up uh, you better pray yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying you better find Jesus Yeah. you think about killing yourself yeah. you're depressed you better go, go outside go wash some dishes or something mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's that's just what it mm-hmm. Jesus was everything Mm-hmm. Growing up, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he was the you know we had to go to church three, four times a week just mm-hmm. to whoa just, three, four times a week. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like Monday was something like prayer night, or yeah. And then yeah. Tuesday was Bible study, Wednesday, well, Wednesday was Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday was one choir rehearsal. Friday <laughs> was youth service. Saturday morning was another <laughs> choir rehearsal. Sunday we were there all fucking yeah. day. Whoa. Yeah, and my you mom. Huh? You did the choir? I was in the choir. All right. Oh, yeah. And my mom drove the church van, so she picked up people, mm-hmm. and which means we had, and she had three kids, sometimes four kids going with her, because, you know, it's me and my siblings. Mm-hmm. And so that means in order to get people in the van, you had to get your kids up extra early, get them to the church before the doors even open. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she can go pick up more people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you just developed... And then we had to, we go home at like two, and then mm-hmm. night service comes back around at six or seven. So, you know what I'm saying? You back at home, and then Ren and Stimpy, and all that, and all the good shows are on. Yeah. And you gotta put this bullshit back on to go back to church. Yeah. You gotta sing tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you man. lived at the church, man. What we, do you still do? Are you involved still? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Me and God, me and God are good, mm-hmm. but. Um, I got out, my mom passed in 2010. I was completely done by 2015, mm. probably. Because I did Life Church, and because I could always hear my mom say, you need to be in somebody's church. Yeah. But nah, man, it's just so corrupt. And then I had a mm. friend that was deep in the church. Yeah. And he was telling me, he just he was just telling me some stuff, man. He came and told me, like he just opened up one day, he was like, man, it's, it's adulterer circles. Yeah. What? And he said, the pastor got a, got a church in Zimbabwe. Uh, I shouldn't be selling this. <laughs> 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 I don't give a shit. What are you gonna do to me? Sue me? Got my money? No, that's, uh, that, yeah, it's I, some stuff that I just like, I just know that that stuff is out there. And I think that, I just always look at church. I've never been into church. I, I didn't go to church growing up or anything, but I'm, mm-hmm. I always say I'm agnostic. I don't know. 
Y'all could be right. <laughs> Maybe God's there. I'm, I can't. Who I told my mom I didn't believe in God once. Yeah. Man, that was the longest yeah. week of my life. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that for me, the church is like, yeah. there's, I know human beings and like, it's, exactly. yeah. there, it's hypocrisy Disgusting. to go there and, and mm-hmm. say all this and then present yourself to be something that you're really not. I think that's yeah. probably the biggest sin that you can commit. So <laughs> That was the hardest part because we were trying to be, as yeah. a kid, I was being yeah. taught that you have to be this mm-hmm. and this and this and this. You can't cuss and it's like no, but it's like you got to be to get in heaven. You have to be who you are, though. That's yeah. the real truth. <laughs> yeah, and then come to find out that everybody. Yeah. When I was growing up, everybody was they was out there fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the only one not doing that. I was fourteen. I'm talking yeah. about the older people, yeah. like the right, youth yeah. pastors yeah. and stuff yeah. that yeah. are teaching you this right. shit. Saying they out here being whole daddies. You know what I'm saying? Like what you mess with her and her? Yeah. She got pregnant. Yeah. You can't. That's a sin, isn't it? <laughs> what happens when you sin? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. That's why it's like I've never. So you're so I grew up in church quite a bit, man. My parents believed in sending me to vacation Bible school. Yeah, BBS. I did do that. Yeah, that was two weeks oh, off for them. Oh, <laughs> we had a we did a week. Yeah, but I remember yeah, going that, that Baptist church up there by the old Blockbuster, like. What's that yeah. one? You know what I'm talking about? You so y'all went and stayed the night like a camp. No, we had to. They they bust you every day. Yeah. Take, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 That's how it was. But it was like, yeah. They, dude, they just they would tell you like, all right, now we're gonna pray, mm-hmm. kneel, and then put your head down, and we were there for two hours. <laughs> and they were like, everybody be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they was kill. They was getting y'all. Yeah. Oh no, we actually did shit. Yeah. We created shit, and like every different class mm-hmm. had to put on a performance on the last day. That shit was. <laughs> it was. It sucked being there, yeah. but you know, still being still around people that stuff. you, yeah. people your age mm-hmm. that you considered your friends right. that you saw, you know, four days a week. You almost yeah. saw them as much as you saw your school friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, church and stuff, it's like, I think the community aspect is the most important thing. Like you yeah. were saying with your mom driving that bus, it's like you probably knew all those people so well, like yeah. family, so. Yeah, my mom was dope. Everybody, yeah. everybody yeah, loved that lady. Right. Some people hated her because she was, she was who she was, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, but she was always a source of light, mm-hmm. and, or at least she tried to be. Yeah. But That's she was good. also very crass. It, mm-hmm. He was getting on her nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, how long have you said you've been doing about like what seven years? I think so. Yeah. Have, have you been ever? Have you been able to work like Looney Bin pretty often, and or Bricktown? I know you've been up there. I've been. I've done Bricktown. Yeah. They they booked me a lot starting when they first started out. Yeah. You know what I'm I was booked there a few no, times, and mm-hmm. then COVID hit. And uh, I was supposed to open for Ali Sadiq mm-hmm. before, right? The uh, it was like more it was like right after COVID, when people were still catching COVID and whatnot, mm-hmm. like heavily, and they canceled the shows. Yeah, and I was so thankful because I was not ready. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that moment would have been it for mm-hmm. me. I think I I don't think I would have bounced back because uh, I was completely unprepared. I was in a relationship that I wasn't fulfilling at mm-hmm. all. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm just super thankful yeah. that that didn't happen. Then. Yeah, that would have like... been, oh, it would have been so rough. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, because I just wasn't ready. I wasn't preparing myself the way I should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't being poured into by the person I was in love yeah, with. You know what I mean? And that's hard to do. When yeah, because if, if Liz isn't, mm-hmm. if your wife's not telling you that you're fine, or she's not supporting your 
who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's just there for the. Oh, yeah. She's most the reason why I can do this. Yeah. 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 So, 100%. Dude. Then you're not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't. I wasn't getting that. Yeah, she was coming to shows. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel like. I don't know. It's hard. It's tough to get into. Like that. That whole situation is is like an hour special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? During that COVID time, is that when? Uh. Yeah. 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 When did you get back into Bricktown? After, was it after COVID came back or? When it was over? When was COVID over? <laughs> exactly. It was over we're all, different places. We're all jacked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like in the past year or so, probably. Yeah, probably like sure. the past year and a half, I've That's been back in there. Yeah. I've done a couple shows, but now they're, they've changed their booking process, mm-hmm. and I haven't submitted yet, because yeah, so, yeah. uh, I had to wait to get some good tape, because mm-hmm. that's what they want now. Mm-hmm. I should have been head tape. But, yeah, but it's yeah. like... He didn't never need it before. It's like, well, no shit. (laughs) Well, like, yeah, I always, I hate setting up my camera because now I know my camera's on. Yeah. Oh, does that affect your performance? I think it does, but not really. Because I was doing a set at um, uh, Fairweather Friend, Mm -hmm. and my kid's aunt started recording like this, and I saw her, (laughs) but it didn't didn't bother me Mm. as much because I was already in the group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... um, yeah, that's a good point. I don't ever think about that. Yeah, but I just yes. gotta be better to myself and record more shit. Or I think it's for music. I started. Genius. I started yeah, doing. I started doing video stuff for my music. Like every time we played, I'd set up cameras, like I'd in multiple cameras, yeah. <laughs> and because I love that kind of uh, video style editing too. But um, but anyways, it's like I, I don't know. I never think about it as far as like I've never thought about like oh I'm I'm self conscious in that way. Yeah. on the stage but it's different obviously with comedy versus music but um but no i don't know but i'm sure a lot of people probably have that issue maybe in um recording themselves yeah uh maybe that's why they don't do it and it's best a lot of to, people don't it's best yeah. to just have someone yeah just to tell your homie like hey man if you're sitting here will you just record yeah stuff? and i have a girl that used to record all my stuff but Mm-mm. you know the way i'm doing comedy now we don't go to she doesn't come to every single open mic with you yeah. you know what I'm saying so but, you yeah. just do vocals on can you record the memos I've done I've yeah. done a lot of those mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of those. listen back yeah. that's another thing with reviewing it is huge I mean for music because I also when we do rehearsals I record every rehearsal and I'll you know especially if we're running through like songs that we're working on or whatever so I can send and people we can all listen to listen back and and then come back in the next time and make adjustments. Yeah. So I mean, sure, it definitely works the same way with comedy because you can watch yourself and be like, okay, I want. I used to love watching myself mm-hmm. on, watching my rewatching my sets. Yeah. Now I can't fucking stand. Really? Why? <laughs> what is it? It's the it's the me picking apart yeah, the shit that I should have said yeah, yeah, versus right. like because, last night I reversed the jokes and I'm, mm-hmm. and as I'm reversing it, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm saying it. this joke fucking bad. Because it's like if you oh. if you already know, you don't need to review it. If you already kind of yeah. know what you're you want to do differently next time, yeah. especially because you've been doing that for so long now. Yeah, you and know I'm, how these jokes are supposed to go in your head. And, yeah, my my stories are all um, they're all planned out around my personality Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so there's not hard to they're not hard to pick up right you know what I mean it's just sometimes I forget key points if I haven't said it in a while that's something I think about a lot it's like I think that there's a part of it it's like 
uh, communicating your point effectively and efficiently, you know, and if you yeah. don't do that, you can lose. Even if the joke is great and you miss some key point or they don't understand that point, they're yeah. not going to get it, you know, even though it's a really good joke or a really good thought. Yeah. But it's a lot of that is kind of, I think there's a big thing is just getting figuring out what the most important thing is the information to get out yeah exactly and it's it's uh it's putting together a like yeah. you're trying to put together yeah the most something that flows especially something that's quick and you can yeah. you could do it faster and get the point 10 minutes is all i did last night yeah. 10 minutes i i did more, way more than 10 minutes yeah but 10 minutes is hard to do these days when i first started out four minutes was like that sounded like forever and the first time i got booked on a show the dude asked me to do 12 to 15 and it was like what <laughs> i don't know you know what i mean but you start accounting for the bullshit you say and then you can pat the it out yeah. you want. so the last couple of times like in lawton when I looked up at that clock and it said 20 minutes, I was like, where the fuck did that time go? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That room's really good, though. I did the same thing. I was like, oh, my God. You guys are there tomorrow night. Huh? You're there tomorrow night. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. I'm going to go with them and build nice. some stuff. Yeah, it's going to be fun, so I man. to check it out. Because I've seen the pictures. It looks like a cool spot. Like, just that oh, way they've got it set up. Yeah. Dude's going to be a really cool show. We're doing just all new jokes. Mm -hmm. And so he's doing new jokes. I'm doing new I've been writing my butt off. And it's, dude, it's paid off. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a good night to test out stuff yeah. writing is key man mm -hmm. gotta write and I'm fucking terrible at it cause I'm <laughs> like, I'll, I'll write that down That's yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> we can probably hit some uh, something else what we can do where do you see yourself yeah and uh, in comedy where do you, what are you looking to try to get to and what are your, your yeah let's start there you know what the yeah. what my goal is and I should be aiming so much higher but my goal is to play the best stages around the world, around you know the United States at least. Yeah. And eat a bunch of good food. Yeah, just, oh, just be get happy to travel. Jokes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like maybe bust some cruise ships, mm -hmm. hit Provo and do a dry bar set. You know what I mean? Like, just the I, I just don't feel like comedy is meant. For everybody to be this mm. Cat Williams or yeah. this Kevin Hart or mm. this Dave Chappelle or you know even the little Hispanic dude was uh, Barbosa. Barbosa. Yeah, yeah. It's you know like if that happens, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm prepared for that. <laughs> of course, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Like you want but that. just to be able to to hit different places mm -hmm. and make people laugh, yeah. like and meet people, goal. get yeah. new experiences. I mean, yeah, and, and create some things on my own that yeah. you know that. Um, that I've always wanted to do in comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of room in the middle. Like, yeah. so dude, much, I just want to paint bro. my bills and yeah. enjoy doing my job. Yeah, like that, I mean, if I could pull it off. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I can find, when when I get my shit together, the goal is to find in shape comedians, the comedians that do five Ks, ten Ks, marathons, and then to go around and do the best five Ks, ten Ks. Hmm. Or whatever, and then that night you do a stage in that city. Wow, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And to have it all documented because you're gonna get the ups and downs of runners and the ups and downs of comedians at the same fucking time. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Oh, that's really that's so. Uh, yeah. You know, that's the that's yeah. the goal, and I just I like that. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna call the tour? <laughs> uh, run more than your mouth. 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's a good idea. Combine. I mean, that's. I think that 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 kind of stuff is what you know we all you should strive for as far as like the combining of two of your interests or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like and especially at two completely different things that's you know fitness and comedy and or performance but that's that stuff when you can find the connection i think that stuff can be very successful yeah it's just gotta it's gotta be the right pocket yeah. yeah and all those runners are going to the show yeah yeah you know exactly. especially if you're doing social media for all that yeah we got shirts or yeah. you know what i'm saying we dropping yeah. flyers yeah. or they get we can talk to people talk to race uh organizers into mm-hmm. dropping the flyers and giving it to them with their packet you know what i'm saying yeah. like here's a Here's a ticket for two drinks yeah, exactly, if you come yeah. to this comedy show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or here's a free ticket to the comedy show, and then they get in there, boom, four, yeah. four item minimum. So they're like, <laughs> 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 we're rich. <laughs> we have everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I like that a lot. So, yeah, that's great. I just got to stay in shape and, uh, mm-hmm. I hope that one day I get somebody in front of me that wants to listen to it. Um, cool. I like that. Well, what are your goals for this year? What are you doing for this? This year is to is to give um is to uh give run more than your mouth at least a foundation. Mm, okay. Get you know what I'm yeah. Which starts with me take the first step. Keeping my dumb ass in shape. <laughs> and running as as much mm. as I need to be running. And seeing if there's trying to find the down some there. avenue because I know I know the runners yeah. I know a bunch of runners you mm-hmm. know what I mean but finding how they do their travel mm-hmm. and because they tr- just travel all over the world doing these different runs mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and finding out how they do their travel and how I could kind of weasel my way in there to see what mm-hmm. comedy clubs they pass up yeah. as they're yeah. you know, as they're running these races yeah. uh, but that just giving that yeah. some foundation getting plenty of tape and then you know, by the middle, towards the end of the year, I want to be booking out of state. At least a good start to be booking out of state. So, sounds like a plan, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you have to run to be a part of it? Can I just like give out water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can get you in there somehow. Yeah. You, can, you can get interviews of the yeah, runners. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This, you know, for sure. Yeah. There's a. I think there's an avenue for. I'd be interested. Anybody in, creative to find yeah. it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd be I'm interested not, in coming, like, yeah, doing photos or video mm-hmm. and stuff like that too. Yeah, and then there's 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 drone. Um, yeah. There's drones now, so yeah, we can have, cool. you know, you can get race, like real race footage. Mm-hmm. So, there's ways, man. We just got to find the right creative pocket and people that aren't full of shit. Yeah. That mm-hmm. want to, you know, people that want to be a part of it and that can see it happening the way I see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you tell me it ain't going to work, why are you here? Yeah. You know yeah, that's true. If you don't think it's gonna work, then I don't think I need you. Mm-hmm. He's a problem solver. So yeah, because there's no exactly. reason why you can't make it work. I mean, yeah, it could take a lot of work, but <laughs> if yeah. you're willing to put it in. Yeah, and that's another goal too. Is just to in the year tired from working. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? stay busy. Staying busy. That's what I've been definitely focusing on. Just because I've been thinking about that lately. It's like, what's the point? What am I doing? Are you sitting at home watching movies and eating your ass off and not doing? It's just like. 
why what is that making you happy no (laughs) like go out and do stuff that's just me personally if it's like i i want to be around people i want to be busy i want to be but you gotta have your days though yeah yeah and like today right like i slept i slept until past noon which i never do damn but like i was exhausted after yesterday and last week but it's like i knew today i didn't have shit to do until this so i was like i'm not doing anything i'm just gonna chill and do a little bit here and there here at the house but that's me tomorrow you gotta kind of yeah you're right like find those rest days that's very important but yeah we're gonna be in the bed for a minute tomorrow yeah i might might let the dogs in the bed hell yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah for sure and that's good to do but yeah i've been there's just no reason to i used to feel like i needed to be you know i'd be mad if i had to do stuff in the afternoon after work or something (laughs) i'm like why just you know it's life that's the way i think we need to be we need to be busy and doing things i think i do like being alone though yeah yeah and that's a but there's too much of that though. There, there can be too much I've done yeah. people I was alone enough for the past few years you know yeah. I've been set at home enough I'm ready to well, I guess out. I haven't because I've had yeah. kids right. I've had numerous relationships so but but, but being I mean, able to I I uh, identify with that too so I'm introverted too so it's like I need that solitary to kind of recharge yeah the social battery I mm-hmm. was out last night right I'm uh, hanging here tonight. Then you're like at work around people all day. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm here tonight, and then <laughs> tomorrow night I'll be at work around mm-hmm. my coworkers, and so yeah, for tomorrow sure. morning, and all day yeah. tomorrow until nine o'clock. I got to be. It's all about me. Yeah, yeah, you know which is good. Just I think to that recharge. That's something that people need can. to focus on when they have to. Like for me, it's like I recognized that too. Years ago, it's like I need that time alone when i was in a relationship it's like i spent all we spent all our time together and yeah. it's like it's like there is you know very important that's when i realized it's like oh, i need to just go and just play a video game for a couple of hours and mm-hmm. not be around anyone at least yeah. it's like i want to go home and smoke yeah drink a beer and eat some junk yeah, by myself. Just decompress. Decompression, yeah. man. That shit is That's key. important for sure. But I think that there's a balance, right? It's like you do too much of that, and then it's like you're miserable. Yeah. <laughs> or you, I mean, you just and like I can just go to drive up to good times, and yeah. I'm sure I'll run into somebody I know. I can sit at the bar, have a little conversation, have a beer and a shot, mm-hmm. or some food together, and then get up out of there, and yeah. then boom, I'm socialized. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you got a little taste. <laughs> Woo! That's all I'm you out here. Yeah, I'm yeah. outside. Yeah. That's good. Catch me while you can. Yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Will outside. Yeah. Just hanging out. Uh, like a mystical being that just shows up. Man. It's like, Will's here. My people know, my friend Sean knows if I've had a show because I get, I'll go to good times and yeah, I have a beer and shot. Oh, is and that? you were celebrating? He'll be like, he'll be like, yeah, show tonight, did you? <laughs> and I'm always like, yeah, man, I always come here because the pandemonium. Yeah. You know, of all my fans, I don't, you know, <laughs> come in here and then you guys treat me like family. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I went to Good Times recently and, and had the, some food there, which I didn't realize, but their food is really and good. And their food is lit. They Shout out to Good me- Times. large menu, too, right? Yeah, like, man. Uh, Where's it at? It's over by uh, the Drunken, well, where the Drunken Fry moved to. Oh, what's it? Zuma. Zuma. It's right across the street from Zuma. Zuma. Oh, okay. Yeah, was it there. Western? 16th? Some shit. I don't know. matter, but I think it's food's Western, lit. Yeah. The wings aren't great. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> but the stoner nachos are hitting. The crunch yeah. wrap. Oh, they got a crunch wrap? They got a crunch wrap. Yeah, get it with no, the black bean pack. Uh, get your gluten on one day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to have gluten G days? 
<laughs> I don't think so, man. I'm gonna try it for six I mean, weeks. Yeah. And then we're I think they have some gluten free shit on their menu. Maybe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they I'm probably gonna, do have yeah, something. Everybody's got something now. Yeah. And if not, then it's okay. It's, yeah. yeah I, listen, I I ate enough. Like my entire life, yeah. I put a lot. Uh, but you haven't had stoner nachos. <laughs> <laughs> you you ain't had them stoner nachos. Yeah. I'm sure there's gonna be a cheat day. But the way it works is like Liz will feel terrible. She'll like she won't have a cheat. She'll just accidentally get exposed. Yeah. But this might be her. She's different. You know. Yeah. But she hers is very is very detrimental. It like messes up yeah. her whole personality. It's like because yeah, if you can do because I always hear this too with yeah. people that like are like The Rock, right? He has a cheat day like once Massive. a week. Yeah. And he eats a whole plate of cookies, like yeah, and it's like and milkshakes, and but it's like you shit. can your body can handle that it's if it's diabetes. only you know once every <laughs> now and then. Basically, it's like yeah. you can. Well, it's not gonna mess you up. For me, it's it's been so beneficial that I haven't turned back. Right, and yeah, that says good. a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because that's my thing. I love food, man. That's my yeah. how my mom taught me. She was like, "This is how I love you." Yeah. She didn't say sorry that's or nothing. She just that's, made meal, you know. I mean, it's, that's hella toxic, but it's yeah. Dope, hey, man, man, look, it's what I got. And you could be, you could be six thousand pound life, but you're not. Yeah. No, no, no. Is it six thousand or six hundred? Six thousand pound life. Yeah. Six thousand. Uh, do you want to go for a worst bomb story? Yeah, that's always worst bomb. Want. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was at Icy Vent Center. Uh, uh, about a year and a half ago. <laughs> no, yeah, about a year and a half ago in February, I was still in a relationship, unprepared, and I went. Um, I messaged Black Ron, Ron Daly. Shout out to Ron Daly. Examine your own life. I don't know what you do, but I bet that ain't what the fuck you thought you was gonna be when you was no little boy or no little girl. I know that. What you wanted to be? When you was a little ass boy, he was a, a stockbroker, cuz I did. When you have an e trade account, uh, probably one of the funniest people I've ever I've ever seen do comedy. Mm. I mean, outrageously funny. Yes. Every time I've seen him, I've, he's put tears in my eyes. <laughs> um, and he doesn't. I've never seen him do the same joke. Uh. He's just good. But he's done like you know the he's done the big shows. He was on Wild and Out with Mick Cannon for a little bit Um, but anyways so I get on stage and the first thing I do is I notice that he had gotten the stage redone Mm -hmm. and so the first thing I do is I say I I said I see you got the stage done it was like it was being held up by rocks and uh, cinder blocks wasn't it and he just kind of the owner was walking it was a crowd full of people and he just kind of walked and shook his head I think everybody saw that and was like oh he's trying to rag and then never nothing ever took off from there oh dear not a joke and I'm up there panicking I have and I'm like but I'm also not engaging I'm standing there with my hand in my pocket and you gotta be yeah. you gotta give the black audiences something to something to want mm-hmm. and I was giving them nothing you know what I mean yeah um, and it was just quiet the whole time. And I saw some lady gave me a light from her flashlight uh, after like two or three minutes. And some lady was doing this in front of me, which was like, that's the gong from the Apollo when they were ready for me to go. She was doing it real tight. It <laughs> <laughs> sucks. And, uh, and I, I just, I got off the stage. But I was also, that was around the same time that I was in this relationship that just, I just wasn't giving, Mm-mm. I wasn't doing anything for myself, so I clearly wasn't writing or preparing mm. for anything. 
Um, so after two or three minutes, they called you off? I, I looked at Mako. Shouts out to Mako Henson. Uh, <laughs> I looked at Mako and I was like, am I done? And then he gave me a light and I got off stage. <laughs> and, I, and the girl at the door felt bad. Like, she tried to get my money back. I don't even want nothing to eat. Yeah. I'm gonna out of here. Yeah, but a year later, almost to the day, I went back to Ice Event Center and I had a fantastic set. Hell and it yeah. felt redeemed. It felt beautiful. Nice. And I ended my joke. I ended my set with um last time I was here was a year ago mm-hmm. and um I had a terrible set. I was like, I think I cried in the car on the way home, and they're eating this shit up. I was like, and the girl at the door tried to give my money back. And I was like, you know what? I figured out. Uh, I all, I, it all, I come to the conclusion that the reason why I had such a bad set at that time is because of that fucking white woman. Because I, <laughs> I got up there and told jokes about the girl that I was with at the time who I wasn't with anymore so I started my set talking about Mm -hmm. that relationship and how she was white and this is you know black people some black people are pro-black like like, hell yeah I'm glad I broke up (laughs) (laughs) and so when I I ended with that and it was it was a crusher Mm -hmm. and then I got up out of there so I I, but I wanted that mic back because I knew I just knew you know what I'm saying? So, oh no! I, actually, I bombed in I bombed in Tulsa at a um, at their um, uh, urban spot. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> terrible, hmm. terrible. It was awful, man. Because we didn't start until super late. So by the time we started, they had like waters and empty drinks on their tables. Yeah. So I knew they were cooked mm-hmm. already. And I got up there, and they just weren't even they weren't even listening, hmm. like at all. So. But yeah, both times have so. been black crowds. Yeah. Mm. So what would you have done differently if you had to redo it? If like, if, do you think that you could? Was there anything that you learned or you think about that you maybe started doing differently after those? Or Preparation. You, yeah. Just mm-hmm. having shit prepared. Because uh, the second time I went, the time I went back to ICU yeah. Center to redeem myself, I had an index card that was front and back because mm-hmm. I was prepared for yeah. every fucking thing. So you could nice. jump around and say. Yeah trying to panic and trying to figure it out yeah but the one in Tulsa uh, I was almost I was kind of early in the game so I don't yeah. know if I yeah I don't know if I could have did anything different you know? yeah but that's good because that's I think that's something that uh, it's a Julie Drake said she's like she's only ever learned anything from when she's bombed <laughs> I mean yeah. that's the biggest yeah. the best way to learn anything or you always take something away I think probably yeah because when you're riding that when you're riding that laughter yeah. wave right. you know what I mean you can't you can <laughs> fuck up an entire yeah. joke and not it won't even matter because right. they're still just riding with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're not to learn shit. So what didn't yeah. you do up front that you couldn't get them engaged? I mean, what's the biggest differences that you see with the two different crowds, black versus white? Like you have to engage them quickly. Uh black audiences want to be entertained. White audiences or mixed audiences are there to hear jokes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's like, probably yeah. the best way I can put it. It's like the the entertainment is just far as just being wild. You gotta be no. Well, you just, just have to be engaging. Yeah, like they want to. It's like you gotta. They were like, you gotta work for this, man. You want me to laugh? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to work. 
You can't just tell you're not jokes. Gonna, you gotta, yeah, you're not going to stand in one spot and make us laugh. You're yeah. going to have to be over here you're fucking right. with them. Why they ain't paying attention? Then you mm-hmm. coming over here. Okay. <laughs> then yeah. you over here. Yeah. You sing a little bit. You can dance a little bit. You know yeah, I mean? it's more of the entertaining. It has to be inter- entertaining. Because, Versus... you know, most black people grew up watching Martin Lawrence. Right, and, yeah. You know? Just like, yeah, and his, just, his sitcom was a lot of, I mean, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was entertaining. We have... Flip Wilson, you know, you go back to the shows back in the day. It was all entertainment. I always think of like Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like those kind of you know, like the uh, what is it, D.L. Healy and all those guys. Uh, yeah. Those guys are all very just expressive, very big, and very exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hughley had a special where he had like a broken down TV in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that was the. Uh, the vibe or yeah that was the yeah he was talking about the, the whole stand up he was talking about how growing up poor mm-hmm. was when, that was like a part of the show it was one of the worst or, things but the best thing yeah. that ever happened to him so yeah that's cool I didn't put it so I guess yeah what's the biggest challenge for like comedians uh, and like or people that that you see I mean you're kind of the, your peers or whatever for sure but like What's the challenge that you see that that comedians face, and what kind of advice would you give to specific, specifically like the younger generation of comics? Ego. Yeah. Get rid of the fucking ego. <laughs> Who do you think yeah. you are? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you're you are a track athlete that is that is at the very bottom trying to find it, trying to get to the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? Like there's millions of us mm-hmm. why do you have to have an ego especially towards your fellow yeah. comedians you know what I'm like, saying yeah thinking you're better uh, than anyone else any, like you're <laughs> no different than any than mm-hmm. anybody else but I mean, this is an individual sport there's mm-hmm. no room for ego at this level yeah it's just not you know, yeah. there's confidence there's cockiness and then there's ego mm-hmm. and the confidence and the cockiness is important to have yeah. because that's that's you, got, cool. you need you know I mean? definitely need the you confidence need cockiness can be funny or you know cockiness like... <laughs> but cockiness starts when they call your name and stops when you put the yeah. mic stand mm-hmm. put the mic back on the stand yeah you know okay yeah I like that so yeah. but it's just it's the ego man. Mm-hmm. that's like the, fun, the actual level whenever you're you get that cockiness all the time yeah. kind of thing yeah. but the um yeah, that's that's what it is, man. Yeah. It's, it's the big fat ego. If you can check it, mm-hmm. then you'll be fine. But yeah. if because people like you more, and then that yeah, leads to more opportunities. More opportunities. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So, people, uh, did you have an ego? Yeah, did you struggle with that at all in early? I don't think so. No, no man, because I got humbled early, yeah. very mm-hmm. early. I was going to open mics where nobody was at. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and they weren't laughing at the shit yeah. that these people that it's like you had to, laughing at. You had to find that greatness. Yeah, you, yeah, before. So, definitely didn't. I, I I love to stay humble in this business because yeah. I know that that is what's going to get me the furthest is, is staying humble. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, that's a good. I like that answer a lot. I think it's definitely something that people say a lot. It's like getting out of your own way too. I mean, yeah. it's just kind of, uh, you know, I don't know. But so yeah, that was good. Anything good. Else? All right. All right. I think, I think that's, that's it, it, man. 
How'd you do? How'd you do? <laughs> we, we survived. Good? Yeah, we uh, did. We survived. We're a little bit stoned. Yeah. A lot of it. I think it was good. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks. I guess. Super fun. Yeah. I knew it was going to be fun. Hell yeah. Did you have any shows that you want to shout out that are coming up at all? Like, in big shows that you're excited about doing in the next even month or so? No, I'm just excited to get my tape to Bricktown so I can get up in there and get that Tulsa market and meet a few more people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, cool. and continue to do these local shows. Yeah, you've these local been busy. Shows you've been busy, so there's no shortage of chances to catch Will. <laughs> uh, we'll see. You soon it's the local stuff. Oh yeah, as far as the advice to the newer comedians, don't be afraid to do the local small yeah. stuff. You know what I'm saying? Get in front of new crowds. That's so yeah. That's can. where you're gonna get. That's where you're gonna get your work, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not always about the yeah. club. Yeah, the club ain't for hurting sure. everybody. Yeah, because yeah. you can still even make a little bit of money off of some yeah. of these shows. I mean, yeah. make something. So <laughs> James, James Nim put some money in my pocket yeah, last night. Exactly. Shouts out to James Nim. Yeah. James Nim, Brad yeah. Chad Port. <laughs> yeah. You got to shout out to people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, those guys are great. So, all right. Well, that's it. Um, we got upcoming events for. This weekend, take it away, Nick. All right, we got put a cork in it comedy show. <laughs> Friday, January January twelfth, six thirty p.m. Doors open at five thirty. Uh, you know, put a cork in it. It's doing really good right now. You, did that, you did that show, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super fun, super cute venue. Yeah, I like that little room, man. Mm-hmm. It's intimate. When we can we can pack that thing out mm-hmm. one day. Ooh, buddy. Good. Yeah. yeah, the show you were on was pretty good crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so hopefully it'll uh, continue to grow. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. We've got uh, Brandon Kilo is going to be the headliner. Kayvon Tagazade, he's going to do, he's, gonna, he's our feature. Mm-hmm. And then we got Anna Rhodes, and she's going to be our, our guest spot. Super so. funny. Good, really good little little yeah. lineup there, and uh, very man. yeah diverse lineup too, which is you always do, yeah. which is good. Two browns and a white man. That's all. <laughs> Two different browns too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is gonna be a fun. I always have a great time at those shows because it's yeah, like you said, it feels like a little club almost in that room. Yeah, it's just a little yeah. nice little comedy club vibe and it's cheap drinks man yeah because it's all homemade or wine. made in house so mm-hmm. i mean you get a full bottle of wine for 14 bucks and a charcuterie board for 10 mm-hmm. Char- did you say charcuterie 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 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you cut up everything you can get a grown people lunchable for about 10 bucks yeah. <laughs> uh, put olives so. in it i wouldn't do that. that's ghost uh so thing. come out january yeah. 12th I didn't Five drink anything. <laughs> I was downtown. I don't. I don't drink yeah, downtown. I don't take weed with me either. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Oh man, too many. Cars. I've worked downtown for some years. I don't trust that place. Let's see. So that is on Friday. Also on Friday, there is uh, some music going on. Lost Highway Bar. Uh, we have Dion Warlock playing. So get ready to unleash your rebellious side as Dion Warlock invades the Lost Highway, OKC's coolest neighborhood dive bar. 
I like that bar. It's cool. It's, it's tiny, it's but small, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a good vibe for I sure. I might see Dion Warlock. What day is that? Yeah, that's it's Friday. Friday. I, I want to try to check it out after <laughs> put a cork in it. I want to try to move, make it over there because uh, I haven't been to a show there in a long time, and I like Dion Warlock. Electra is in that band. They're really good, kind of punk, kind of. It's like a '90s. Uh, punk vibe. I like yeah. it a lot. When did they start doing shows at Lost Highway? They don't do a lot at all because it's so small, but they have they have this little space. There's an area by that back booth. The window. They kind of take out the table. The mirror. Yeah. So they'll, they'll set up over there. It's where uh, the karaoke. They, a lot of times they do like not full bands. It'll just be kind of acoustic or blues bands and stuff that only have minimal setups. So, so yeah, check out Dion Warlock at Lost Highway. Dion Warlock. Um, it's five dollars to get in, twenty-one and up, and that is a smoking venue. So we're gonna have to wash our clothes yeah. afterwards. Just wear yeah. sweatpants. Got <laughs> <laughs> the ruined pair of jeans. And then Sunday, there's a pretty big event going on. Yeah, dude, this lively comedy showcase. We're doing them both on the same week. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Sundays, January 14th, doors at 5, show at 6 at Lively Beerworks. Uh, we're doing Molly's Tamales is back. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. We've got gluten free options as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you beg. Molly's Tamales saved yeah. my life more than once. Dude, more <laughs> than Delicious, once. man. Delicious. And then uh, door prizes. We always do the door mm -hmm. prizes. Uh, if you bought a ticket, that means you automatically get a raffle, and that raffle gets you a potential to get a prize. So that's always fun. Nice. Uh, we've got Matt Farrell. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, this is the, the Farrell takeover. Let's yeah, do it. so <laughs> the goal this year was to start booking out of like out of town talent yeah and so i was at we got matt farrell and wayne morris these guys are from like texas mm -hmm. yeah and then we've got um a couple of new people matt sigmund and uh ian kennedy also known as big dick oh yeah yeah <laughs> the super tall dude yeah the super okay. tall. and then we got the uh the rising stars michael dunn and ashley watson are gonna be oh, there yeah. so really nice. great show five dollars uh it's gonna be great man it's gonna be a fun time yeah, I noticed that was like a, this is like the first show, why well, some of these names are familiar, but most of the time I know everybody on the show, and it's like, oh, this is cool, it's a completely new crowd of yeah. folks that I'm trying, I am trying some new lineups. Yeah. This one's a little bit dirtier, they're like yeah. some dirtier comics. Yeah, Matt Farrell and uh, Wayne Morris, definitely. Mm. They're, they're <laughs> That'll be interesting, I mean, it's shaking it up a little bit, too, because, I mean... You've been doing the, this show for almost a year, haven't you? Yeah, come uh, April. Yeah, yeah, so... So it's pretty good. Yeah, it'll be That's good. Didn't get kicked out. Yeah, no. It's like now is the chance. No. <laughs> Why not go for the gusto? Let's huh? risk it for the business. Yeah, <laughs> if you get canceled, no, we had a good run. I think yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. I think it'll be like you said. Just bringing in new faces into that place will be good mm -hmm. too. So, uh, so that'll be good. Five dollars will get you in there. So. Then I wanted to shout out one more upcoming event for Thursday, January 18th. This is going to be at Factory Obscura. They have what's called Adult Night at Mixtape is their exhibit. But they stay up and later on every third Thursday, and it's from 7 to 9, so there's no kids. So adults can go and, and check out the exhibit. So yeah so check out factory obscura you can get tickets on their website factoryobscura.com so yeah i, I just know. went there for the first time yeah, this past week there. yeah 
and it was dude it was it's a beautiful place it's man cool. they yeah i love some it. cool stuff in there. i haven't been i haven't been to this one yet yeah they uh, kind of redid or they've done it, it in three different mm-hmm. buildings mm-hmm. i went to the first one and the second one i haven't yeah. been to this one. yeah this one's i haven't even been to this one besides the wonder room where, where they have that stage but uh, i like what they're doing i think that they're definitely kind of leading the charge as far as like creativity in, in a lot of ways here locally so yeah my son's aunt works there yeah so yeah it's a cool spot they do a lot of they're doing more they did a comedy show there for the first time recently so they're doing getting into that i don't know i missed it caleb asked me to yeah, do it and we never we never hooked back up on the communication Man. on it and then i heard it was super it was great show. it was yeah. packed i mean there was a, a lot of people they, yeah, so uh, and a great stage. The stage is yeah. Yeah. bigger than the one that in that other space. Because there's that's the stage is they have a bigger stage. Than that. Oh, that that wasn't even the spot that they did it. Oh my god, that yeah. was already really good. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so we were in the mixtape room. Yeah, is that what that was? That's yeah. in the exhibit, but this one's like off to the side. But it's a bigger room that's just a venue. Oh, kind that's of space. Awesome. I gotta go in there. Yeah, man. I heard they used to have an open mic there once mm-hmm. once a month. Yeah. But well, they do. They, that's the one we went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Back we just did it this past Thursday. Yeah, Liz did it too. Mm-hmm. This she did. Yeah, she stood up and did. Uh, she was gonna because she's gonna host February. Uh-huh. She's gonna host the lively show. Is gonna be all woman. So yeah. she's gonna do the hosting, and then uh, I'm. So she's trying to get a set ready, mm-hmm. and then, but she went up and and kind of started that process. You yeah. know. Tight. Yeah. So it's it pretty cool, man. It's a good place to do. Experience behind the mic, yeah, because that stage is incredible. They have a sound guy, an open mic, yeah. <laughs> but they have a lot of musicians. Oh, really he's running lot. the lights too. He's running yeah, them the lights with the music incredible. as they're playing. Oh, yeah. oh it's killer. It's, it yeah. incredible. So oh, yeah. I feel bad doing comedy up there. I, I want to bring bad the guitar. Not, I feel bad not having Dylan in there yet, man. Yeah. Because yeah. my friend did Hoppus. Yeah, that uh, was something. She was like, part of a couple of my friends mm-hmm. were, were part of Hoppus, and I still didn't go. Yeah, that was a little thing they had last month. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I want to go do go to more of their events. They do a lot of cool, weird stuff that I yeah. love. So. Yeah, we get to meet cool, yeah, other weird interesting people. people like yeah, yeah, for sure. Met a lot of cool people. That's yeah, for sure. so yeah, I always try to just shout out whenever they got stuff going on if I can. So mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, it made me want to do music. Like, yeah. I was like, man, I'm about to start picking up this guitar. Yeah. Well, that's it for the yeah. show. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Will, for coming on. We yeah. did it, guys. All right. Okay. All right. This podcast about to be worth something right <laughs> now. Right now. I'm claiming it. About to bring somebody else in. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You got it. Oh, yes. Thanks, man. No, thank you, guys. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, what did she do with a white? Like, is she like, 
You know what I mean? Like, is she proactive in her white community? What does she do? Does she walk a dog every day? So I just started messing with my brother. I was like, she goes to Target and she gets a basket. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, and she actually puts stuff in the basket. He's like, oh, what? She's got education. Nice. <laughs> I said, every time she goes to the gas station, she fills her tank all the way. Every time. He was like, damn. She's rich. I see what you're doing. Nice. You ain't got no, you got the rich one. But you got one. 